Welcome to the Happy Valley Baptist Church Sermons Podcast. We are so glad that you have decided to listen to the message that God has brought through Brother Gary this week. This sermon was recorded on Sunday, June 15th, 2016, and released on Wednesday, July 1st, 2020. This week's message is titled, We Do Not Well, and the scripture references are 2 Kings chapter 6, verses 24 through 30, and 2 Kings chapter 7, verses 3 through 9. My prayer is that this message is a blessing to you. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the sermon. The title of my message this morning is We Do Not Well. If you want to go ahead and turn your Bibles, we're going to be in 2 Kings chapter 6. 2 Kings chapter 6. Okay, we're going to have a word of prayer before we start. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for all that you've done for us. We thank you for now as we uh, open our, your word, Father, that we pray that it will not return void. We thank you for all the blessings you give us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Do we care about our neighbors and friends? That's a question we ask today. Because my title of my message is, We Do Not Well. If all our water became poison and unfit to drink, but you had a secret well underneath your home. Would you share the good news that all might live? What if we were starving? All our cupboards were empty. You had plenty for everyone. Would you share food with your neighbor to, to uh, save his life? As a Christian, we have the bread of life and, the, and living water that we need to share with everyone. Our neighbors, friends, are dying. And they're dying of starvation from God's word. They're dying of thirst from God's word. And they need the, this bread of life and the living water from Jesus. We need to share the good news of Jesus Christ before it's eternally too late to these folks. Well, let's look at our text today, 2 Kings chapter 6, and start reading in verse number 24. And it came to pass after this that Benadad, king of Syria, gathered all his host and went up and besieged Samaria. And there was a great famine in Samaria, and behold, they besieged it until a ass's head was sold for fourscore pieces of silver and the fourth part of the cab of doves dung for five pieces of silver. And as the king of Israel was passing by upon the wall, there cried a woman unto him, saying, Help, my lord, O king. And he said, If the lord do not help thee, whence shall I help thee? Out of the barn floor or out of the winepress? And the king said unto her, What aileth thee? And she answered, The woman said unto me, Give thy son, that we may eat him today, and we shall eat my son tomorrow. So he boiled my son and did eat him. And I said unto her on the next day, Give thy son that we may eat him. And she hath hid her son. And it came to pass when the king heard the words of the woman that he rent his clothes. And he passed by upon the wall. And the people looked. And behold, he had sackcloth with up on his flesh. Things had gotten really bad for Samaria at this time. There was a great famine in the land to start with. Great famine men, 
There wasn't hardly any food. People were starving. Then on top of the great famine, uh, they were besieged by the Syrian army. No wood could go in. Nobody could come out. They were being held by the Syrian army. So things were really bad. It tells us what, what would people do if they don't have food. It gives you a little example in the Bible scripture today. A donkey's head would sell for 80 pieces of silver. I don't think that would be my favorite food to start with. but And I know the next one wouldn't. Dove's dung. If you don't know what that word means, it's feces. Sold for five pieces of silver. The people resorted to cannibalism because there was no food. The sad story of the mother. The two mothers got together and said, We'll eat your son today, and tomorrow we'll eat my son. And lo and behold, they took this one, the first lady's son. They uh, killed him and boiled him and eat him. And then the next day she went to the other woman, where's your son? And she'd hit him. Didn't want her son to die, even though they had already eaten the other lady's son. The king of Samaria was helpless. There was nothing he could do. People were dying of starvation, and he couldn't help them. So he rent his clothes to show that he was so upset. Then look over in chapter 7, verse number 3. We'll see some choices that changed history for Samaria. And there were four leprous men, in verse number 3, and there were four leprous men at the entering end of the gate. And they said one to another, Why sit we here until we die? If we say we will enter into the city, then the famine is in the city, and we shall die there. And if we sit still here, we will die also. Now therefore come and let us fall unto the host of the Syrians. If they save us alive, we shall live. If they kill us, we shall but die. And they rose up in the twilight to go into the camp of the Syrians. And when they were come into the uttermost part of the camp of Syria, behold, there was no man there. For the Lord had made the host of the Syrians to hear a noise of chariots and a noise of horses, even the noise of a great host, and they had said one to another, Lo, the king of Israel hath hired against us the kings of the Hittites and the kings of the Egyptians to come upon us. Wherefore they arose and fled in the twilight and left their tents and their horses and their asses and even the camp as it was and fled for their life. We see here in this part of the story that four leprous men were sitting outside the gates of Samaria. I don't know if you're familiar with the disease of, of leprosy. We've talked about it before. But leprosy was an incurable disease. And when anybody received a disease, they had to stay outside the city. They were not allowed within the confounds. And they depended upon their livelihood by people bringing to them their food and their water. Well, they weren't getting, these four leprous men weren't getting any food and water because they had none within the city of Samaria. They had no food or water inside the city, so they was uh, in a situation of what choice would they make. They had this choice. If they went into the city, they were going to starve to death there. If they entered the city, they would starve to death because there was no food inside the city of Samaria. If they stayed where they were waiting for somebody to bring them food, they were still going to starve to death because nobody was going to be able to bring them any water or any food. So the four lepers made this uh, third decision, and that was to turn themselves in to the Syrian army. 
if they turned themselves into the Syrian army, then they had two choices. Either A, they'd get lucky and the Syrian army would feed them and they'd live, or B, the Syrian army would kill them. And they were going to die anyway, sitting outside the gates of Samaria, so why not? So they took the chance and went to the Syrian army, to the outskirts. They got up in the morning and headed that way, and lo and behold, they come near to the camp of the Syrian army, and the Syrian, uh, and they were gone. The Syrian army had vanished from sight. Uh, they imagined that they had heard chariots coming. They imagined that they heard a great herd of horses coming. Uh, it was... They was afraid that the king of Israel had went out and hired armies to come in and fight for him to drive the Syrian army away. And you know, folks, fear can be a dangerous thing for people. Uh, this is how you history buffs, uh, how Texas won its independence from Mexico back in 1836. They surprised the army and just a handful of men whipped a very superior army. Uh, much the same way, because when they're taken by surprise, they run and leave everything. Well, this is what the Syrian army did. They ran and left everything. They left the tent standing up. They left their livestock there, the cattle, the uh, donkeys, the horses, uh, food, gold, silver, everything. They left within their camp and took off running for their dear life. The king of Samaria had hired help, and he had not... God had intervened for Samaria. That was what the difference was. God had given the impression to the Syrian army of these great uh, people were coming to attack them, and therefore they had run. Then we find that the, Syri the lepers found heaven on earth. If you look in verse number 8, And when those lepers came to the uttermost part of the camp, they went into one tent and did eat and drink and carried thence silver and gold and raiment and went and hid it. And came again and entered into another tent and carried there also and went and hid it. And they said one to another, we do not well. We do not well. This day is a day of good tidings and we hold our peace. If we tarry till the morning light, some mischief will come upon us. Now therefore come that we may go and tell the king's household. The, king, the Syrian army had left everything in their haste to retreat. They had left their horses, their tents. They had left their beasts of burden, their donkeys. They, the camp was deserted as they had run for their life that morning. But on the outskirts of the camp, the lepers began to party. They come in, and the Assyrian army had left. They said, look at what we've got. Here's a, the, all these tents. There's food. There's everything. They went into the first tent filled herself with food, took the gold and silver and, and other food and raiments and clothing and went and hid it. Remember, a leprous person had nothing. They was outside. They are the poorest of the poor. And they went into the second tent. They did the same thing, ransacking it, taking the stuff and hiding it for their future use. Then they stopped and realized, we do not well. The lepers talked together. They said it was not right for them to enjoy all the bounty of the Syrian army and not share the good news with their fellow men and women in Samaria. It was a great day for them. They had been given life from what they had discovered. 
if they kept their mouth shut till morning, something might happen to them. They had to go right then and tell the king and his kingdom of the great news. So the four lepers went to Samaria to share the good news that they had found in the Syrian camp. My question is, is who did God use to be his messenger of the good news? Well, of course, the messenger of God was these four leprous men. They were totally untrained. They knew nothing to spread in the message of goodwill, good times. The lepers were very unlikely to help the Sumerians because the Sumerians at this time were not helping them. Yet the lepers were experienced messengers of God. How were they experienced? They had ate the food. They had drank the water. They had picked up the gold and silver. They were experienced in what God had provided them. They had seen the spoil that Syria had left. They had eaten until full, and they had gathered all this gold and silver and linen and taken it and hid it for their use later on. The message that they had to share with the city of Samaria was unbelievable. The lepers knew what they had to share was true because they had experienced it. They had seen it. It was a message of life in the midst of death. And it was a message of peace in the midst of war. Are we any different than these four lepers? Are we any different than these four leprous men who saved Samaria? We can offer the message to the lost and dying world, a message of hope. We can share the love of God with the lost. The Bible tells us in John 3, 16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. God doesn't want anybody to go to hell, folks. And it's our job as Christians, as his believers, to share the word with the lost and dying world. The lepers that day, they shared their food. They shared the blessings that they had received in the Syrian camp, saving the lives of the city of Samaria. Can we do no less as we share the good news with our fellow neighbors, our friends, our relatives, about the fact that Jesus Christ died for their sins? Only Jesus can give us a lost and dying world peace. Today, we do not well. As a Christian, we have love, joy, peace, and a clear understanding of who our Lord is today. He is Jesus Christ. We know that. And we have a duty, folks, to share that with the world. We have a duty to share it with those that we know need to hear about Jesus. Folks, we just need to do our job today. If we are a Christian, then we need to be his ambassadors as we work in the city of Carlsbad and throughout the area. I'd like to offer you this opportunity to come. If you've been led to be part of this church, we'd love to have you. Uh, if somehow or another my message touched you as far as your need of salvation, we would be happy to show you how you can be saved through God's word. And 
last of all, if you need just to come and talk with Jesus, just to have some time with him, you're welcome to come this morning. Let's pray. Dear Lord, we thank you for what you've done for us. Dear Lord, we pray now that we would have a, this invitation for you. We pray that your will and way would be done. In your precious name we pray. Amen. I hope that you have enjoyed this podcast. To stay up to date on all the happenings at Happy Valley Baptist Church, you can go to facebook.com slash hvbcnm. That is facebook.com slash hvbcnm, as in Happy Valley Baptist Church, New Mexico. To find additional podcast sermons, you can go to podcast.hvbcnm.org. We would also like to invite you to come worship with us if you are in the Carlsbad, New Mexico area. We are at 4103 West Texas Street in Carlsbad. Sunday school starts at 9.30 a.m. and Sunday morning services start at 10.45 a.m. Thank you and God bless.